You called um, the Warriors and the Panthers uh, expertly, uh, of course. Uh, 32-6, pretty conclusive, eh? Yeah, from the food chain, uh, Smith, interesting introduction, yes. Look, I think as an overview to the weekend right off the top, um, teams one and two, then a gap to the rest. Um, and, and that's not to say the other side aren't good, but uh, Penrith are very, very good, and uh, Broncos are are fast-tracking to, to that level. Um, really dominant performances. The Panthers-Warriors game, you know... <laughs> It, it just, I've just I've read this book so many times before with Penrith through their three four years of excellence, they get to the front early and and they they never get headed. They 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 treat their opposition with respect. It's rare that they get loose. You know they scored their opening try in the fourth minute. They had sixty percent of possession. I said I think in the call that to be fair to the Warriors by the numbers, um, the uh, missed tackle count, so few missed tackles by Penrith, their completion rate, the amount of possession they had. I've seen games where they've led at half-time 30 and 36 nil, you know, so 20 nil was about as good as it could get for the Warriors. They have to learn from it. If they do get the chance to, Penrith, to play Penrith again, they're going to have to think of something else. I thought their start was okay, even though they conceded the first try and they competed and they, they were gallant, they, they, but they, they didn't have that extra gear, did they, the Warriors the other day? And that, and that in part, is, is Johnson's loss, so chasing points was going to be very hard without the main man and the scoreboard pressure mounted in that second half. It, it just was a mountain too high to climb.